Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text, sex, regrets, so feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's up, up, up. everyone and welcome to couples therapy my name is andy i'm naomi we're a real life couple a real life couple of comedians and on couples therapy we answer a couple different questions from a couple different listeners it's a 94 degree <laughs> day here in los angeles in october baby in october spooky climate change <laughs> soon our lands will be rendered uninhabitable and if that's not true horror i don't know what is over to you naomi <laughs> Angie always says when he posts about the show that it's a weekly respite from a weary world. That's what he says. That's the phrase he uses. That's how he chooses to think of this work. And that's how he opens the episode. 
on the Patreon, we talked about how, like, when we go into the white hot rooms in our brains, that mm-hmm. <laughs> to like riff on something, my brain, it's it's just like darkness in there, and that's what gets spilled out first. Absolutely. And then the goofiness comes with, and then it's it, so it's always the darkness, and then a guy wearing a pair of Groucho glasses coming out <laughs> with a cigar, then going. Uh, but yes, no. Hello, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello, gentle listeners. Hello, how are you? You know, it is Sunday, and I'm gonna tell you, I realize it's about two. 30 p.m. I started being functional about 90 minutes ago. Mm. Wake up at 9 30, take Mabel out. Really, I'm up before them, but I'm prepared to be upright at 9 30. Let's be real. Take Mabel out. I made myself some coffee. I'm telling you, that coffee didn't hit for three to four hours. I don't understand coffee culture and the way people are like, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Or it's like they have coffee and it seems like they become an energizer bunny. My body is not processing it. There is something it's not processing it. deeply wrong with your body because... I know that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your medical assessment. Coffee takes forever to kick in. It seems like painkillers take forever to kick in. Is there something in your mitochondria where it's just like... It, there's like a barrier between them and the energy coming in. We don't know. We've got to get blood work done. Okay. It could be the liver not processing, the thyroid. I mean, something ain't right. You, does anyone ever have that feeling where you're like, something is not right in my body? I just know it. Something, I, I know that if I really had access, easy access to adequate medical care, Within two weeks, you would find out there was something real bad below the surface. Hold on. In the richest country on earth, that's what you expect? <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, I don't expect it. That's why I said something going on. I don't know if I'll ever get an answer, you know, but I'm saying it's there. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, you know what? Randomly, speaking of all things going wrong in access, if there are any listeners, and I think there's at least one, who is an epidemiologist, <laughs> holla at us. We would like to pay you for an hour of Q&A. Okay. And we can even say you the questions in advance so you have time to do a little research. You tell us what you would charge for that. But we have questions about how to live comfortably and safely. Or more importantly, how to reduce our anxiety. Yeah, we're, we're trying to get back out into the world. We actually did. We went. A friend invited us to a soul food Shabbat on Friday. Hello. And they said, without us prompting, they said, we'll wear masks indoors and we're going to eat outdoors. Can you believe? Can you Just believe? that care. Just that level of care. I know. Indebted for life. Indebted, Indebted for to life. our friends for life. And it was some real good food, y'all. I'm going to tell oh you my this God. right now. Homemade okay. challah. Homemade challah. I could have made the entire meal just the homemade challah. I know. It was so good. Shout out to Zoe Marshall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Name ch- I'm name checking the hostess because she really brought it. Shabbat Shalom. Yes. <laughs> hello. And again, epidemiologist. This epidemiologist that listens and knows how to navigate this world, please, we will pay you for an hour of your time. You tell us. We want to do more stuff like Soul Food Shabbat. You tell us then where can we go? Can we wear N95s with an air purifier and a Novid and go see a movie? Is that possible? Or is a that crowded still- movie? That's the other question, too. Is that dangerous? Can I sit and hang out in the stand-up show after? Can I go sit in a theater, a black box theater, which are literally damn black boxes, honey? With no no cross breeze, no open window. What what what's what I need I need to know. I need to know. So if you out here and you willing to talk to your favorite podcast, your favorite neurotic podcast host. Yes, we will spend upwards of fifteen dollars. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> that is not true. That's what we were offering. You tell me. You tell me. You have a you have a medical degree, and we're like, here's a gift certificate to Sweet Greens. 
Oh my god, insane! Hey Naomi, do you remember the wedding contest? We we talked about it for a, a good six weeks. <laughs> yes. People sent in their so basically what we asked if you if you, this is your first episode and you've never heard this before, basically what we asked was for people to give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and in the body of the review give us your best quote unquote wedding horror story. Yes, All your right. best worst. Your best worst. <laughs> yeah. Wedding story. Okay, and. I gotta say, listeners, you came out in droves. Well, you know why? Because the winner receives the only branded couples therapy butt plug in existence. So <laughs> the prototype. They came, out, they came out for the prototype. Yes, the couples therapy branded butt plug prototype. Who knows if we'll ever be able to actually manufacture these en masse? But en we have masse? en masse. Is that how you pronounce it? I say en masse, but <laughs> you know, whatever. You're just you like to give a little extra. Well, Naomi, I am an intellectual, and you're just a uh, you know. You know, just a what American? <laughs> he be thinking he cute. He, you know what? That's what he needs to do to feel good. He an intellectual. Go ahead, keep going. So, our dear Mimi collected all of the stories, put them all together, picked some. We picked our favorites too. I'm gonna put them all on Instagram later today, and you, other dear viewers, are gonna vote on your favorite, and that person, that person will win. The only. Branded couples therapy butt plug in existence. Imagine. To date. Imagine. 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 So this. go to Instagram. Go to couples therapy pod on Instagram just a little later today. Mm-hmm. The stakes and, couldn't be higher. And in the comments, vote on your favorite wedding horror story. Knowing that person will get a butt plug with cartoon pictures of our faces. I already said the stakes couldn't be higher. <laughs> they understand. Okay? The, the stakes couldn't be higher. I'm serious. We did get a couple of messages regarding a question someone sent us in from Joe's episode. Yes, Joe Firestone, last episode. Now, Authoress of Murder on Sex Island. Authoress is such a dumb <laughs> word that I made up. Author no, of no, Murder I think, on Sex Island. I think definitely everything should be gendered now. I know, it's like so dumb, but I was like, <laughs> it just feels so silly to say. <laughs> so... So someone called in, you know, we've we've been asking for people to call in with less serious questions so we can have a mix of serious and not so serious questions for the guests. And someone called and said, hey, I'm an optician in Pittsburgh, and I think that I saw my job being listed on a website. Right. The same location I'm at. Yeah. Offering my job. What should I do? How should I handle it? Should I confront my boss? And we were like, yeah, burn it down. Yeah, you know us. We'll always tell you to burn it down. A bunch of people called in. A lot of people called in or wrote in. And so there's too many. I don't want to play them all. So I'll just tell you what the general consensus was. Do not do that. (laughs) Do not listen to them. What might happen, and wait, wait to see what's going on, but what they might be doing is expanding the business, maybe hiring a new person in addition to you. And until you know that, maybe don't confront your boss. Exactly. Or figure out a more sly way to figure out what's happening. So I think that's good advice. And I just wanted to that flag is, it. That, that is measured. That is mature. I still say start looking for another job <laughs> just in case because you don't want to be caught out in these streets. Well, yes. Okay. Do that yeah, too. I don't want you caught out. Do that too. But at the same time, yes, that is correct. So thank you for those of you who followed up and said, hold up. Wait a minute. I respect. I respect what you're saying. I respect what you're trying to get at. Yeah. 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 Now, Naomi. Who is our guest on today's episode? This was wonderful, by the way. This episode was a banger. This was someone who we didn't know before recording, no. and it really just like came alive. It was magic. Just enjoyed them on sitcoms and such. The mood was electric. We have 
the iconic actress Sagittarian Queen. Okay, she's Sagittarian, fellow Sagittarian Queen. Zosha Rockmore, honey. Hell yeah. And Zosha is an actor on strike. Mm. Okay. So you're gonna have to Google her and find what you need to find. But she we ain't mentioned it. We, we ain't mentioned it here. But she out here, she working hard, she's doing great. I love her. So without further ado, roll it. Now, Zosha, you're coming to us. You know, you're giving us energy. You're giving us Colgate smile. Is this you always? How are you feeling? You know, no, because I'm like, we're in a strike now. It's affecting everybody. Where are we at emotionally? Mm. Hmm. You know what? Whenever I get to chit chat or be on in any way, I'm, this is definitely what I'm giving. Uh-huh. Um, and probably what I'd be given a lot. My daughter might be like, huh? No, it's not. <laughs> She's like, you're like mean. Um, JK, (laughs) but strike wise, I think like today I started being like, okay, this is, it's getting long. I got that email from the WGA because I'm in the WGA as well. Mm. I'm in two years. Okay. Yes. We're striking for two. Absolutely. (laughs) Everyone is. I was getting so annoyed with people who were like, I'm in both unions. So I'm like, okay. (laughs) Like, I think everyone's in both unions or like mad people are. Chill out. You ain't got to post about it. Just quietly be in both like me. Um, but I, I read the WGA email today and saw that they like went back to the table and that it was just kind of fruitless. And I was like, dang, this is going to last forever. But as an actor, I'm used to not working. Like I'm, I'm not working a lot. <laughs> so I'm not like, oh, gosh. You know, I'm so unfamiliar with this tempo. This is kind of like my normal thing. And it's uh, back to school season for me as a mom. So I'm just kind of mm. focused on that anyway. Wait, how old is your daughter? My daughter's six. Wow. Oh, I know. Oh, because when you said like, she's like, that's, you're mean. I'm like, wait, that's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Okay. Right, you thought so she was younger. You I thought, thought she, she was, was young. <laughs> I thought she was younger. And so I'm like, oh, that, that's very advanced to like start. Like, I didn't start telling my parents they were mean until I was, uh, what? Like, yeah, probably, probably five. <laughs> exactly. Which is why six is like when they know. <laughs> so she knows. Yeah. Too. She's going to first grade, which is so crazy. Like, I'm like, dang, I just can't believe it. I remember last year, like, or the year before, scrambling and applying to kindergartens and what just getting in the like, oh yeah applying to kindergarten applying to kindergartens if you're <sighs> if you choose to go the private school route it's there's applications there's essays yeah, yeah. there's application fees it was a full-time job like literally but talk to me about the decision to do private school that young and i say this is somebody who you know was broken by a new york city private school but i also <laughs> went a little later right like i went like it's because mm-hmm. it, i think that like What'd you do? To Catholic school? Was that that it was, was public? Catholic school first? And that was public? No, but it wasn't the same hoops as a private school would be. Sure, they're just like as like yeah, independent yeah. private school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we'll slap yeah. anyone's fingers with a ruler. Exactly. That's they were like, you want to come in here? Sure. And it was in Harlem, so you know it was like all kind of like a neighborhood school anyway. But then when I got to private school, because it was like middle school so that's like you know everyone's bodies are changing everyone's very awkward so i think there's a difference going in at that age just because that age is crazy versus mm. going in you know at first grade or kindergarten at, in kindergarten i started independent pri- i'm from la and i okay. went to a school out here called oakwood that is an independent private school and i started in first grade okay. and i loved my elementary school experience i feel like it gave me a great foundation um and it it just made me like 
how Jay-Z say comfortable from Brooklyn to Rome, like, mm-hmm. which is lovely yeah. as like, yeah. as I got older. But in, I would say for me, because in middle school, we lived in St. Louis for sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And I went to private school out there too, but it was a different vibe. Like St. Yeah. Louis private school was like Anheuser Busch family and like, oh. and you know, like that kind of rich. Oh yeah, what's that Ellie Kemper thing? Oh yeah, Ellie Ke- the Kemper. Oh yeah, oh, no, no. I, I went to Burroughs. I went to Burroughs oh, with you- Ellie Kemper. Okay. Ellie Kemper was a senior when I was in seventh grade or eighth, oh, okay. I think. Okay. Yeah, I remember yes. when, when she came out. I was like, is that Ellie Kemper? <laughs> like the class president from Burroughs? But yeah, I went to the school that she went to, so. It was like that kind but whereas in LA my private school was like Hollywood rich people Mm -hmm. um we weren't rich but I got to go yeah 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 humongous discount um (laughs) I understand (laughs) yes you you know the vibes yes (laughs) um but I loved it for elementary then in high school it started messing with me the being a black girl there like being Mm -hmm. like nobody the boys don't like me right which was my villain origin story. (laughs) Um, You know, and just feeling, I guess, invisible in those ways and seeking out blackness Mm -hmm. in just different ways. Like it just, it started affecting me. So my mom pulled me out and was like, it's time for us to go to a different school. So for 10th, 11th and 12th, I kind of did the opposite of you. I went to a Catholic school out here called St. Bernard's. Still a private school, Mm -hmm. but predominantly black and brown. Okay. Um, And in Playa del Rey, right by the airport. And it was, it was fun. Um, I don't think none of the boys like me there neither. (laughs) Second villain origin story. (laughs) But um, it was awesome and I didn't feel the, the, the wealth gap wasn't so like dire. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're doing all right. Right. At Oakwood, I was like, we're poor. <laughs> like, but when I got there, I was like, we're, we live in Lamert. Everything's fine. Like, yeah. 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 Our, yeah. Well, what's the deal with like rich Hollywood people versus like rich St. Louis people? Like, is there a big difference? <laughs> or are they, or is the rich new rich? versus the old? Yeah, money, the well, new yeah, money. Yeah, St. Louis is. Yeah, I think is that's look, gonna be old. The money. only old money I think of is New York. If you're not, if you're <laughs> oh, not yeah. New York rich, you're not rich. Right, <laughs> <laughs> you're not a Rockefeller. Exactly. I think you know what, what was, what was a huge difference for me when I um, went to St. Louis. It was my first time seeing, and not at the private school, but just in Missouri. It was my first time really seeing poor white people. And I was like, I don't like these ones. Like, I like, I like my friends with big houses. And it was my first time uh, seeing white people who weren't Jewish. And I was kind of thrown. I know Jewish people are a minority, but I'm coming from L.A. in a small private school environment. Naomi, too. She didn't believe it. I, it was like me and two other kids in my, my high school. And that's right. it. And I'm like, I no. grew up in New York where it's like, we got, everyone got Jewish holidays off. Like, I'm like, yeah, no. Yom Kippur. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's the high holidays. Like, right. like no. grew up going to Seder's, like, all of that. Like, yeah, but in St. Louis, having only a couple Jewish people in the class, I started to be like, oh, and that was different to me. Like, yeah. I was like, huh. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, the, the, the rich, it wasn't until later, like, it was funny. Remember during uh the uprisings about George Floyd and there was like, like that iconic picture of like those two white people holding their guns out at the people yes, who were yes, like protesting. Yes. I was like, that was in Portland and Westmoreland. All my friends lived in there. Oh, like in that too. gated community. I was like, ugh. <laughs> Not I was up in there spending the night at like those people's house. 
Right? Oh my so like, god. I was like, maybe, maybe that's the difference. Yes, 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 yes. Guns on the porch is the difference. Uh, yeah, guns Gun on, on the, the porch. porch. Yeah, because I was like, not nah, Portland and Westmoreland. I was like, not nah, where my friends lived. They were out there like, get out. We don't want you here. I was like, oh my god. Like, or me and my mom too noticed that. In St. Louis, my mom made sure that at my school at John Burroughs that I spoke to the kitchen folks and stuff because she was like, that's what your grandma did. Like, you know, speak to the people who are like the janitors or like mm-hmm. who are working in the kitchen. Because being from L.A., everyone in those type of jobs, it wasn't just all black people doing that kind of stuff. But in St. Louis, it was like only black people doing that kind of uh-huh. stuff. So. Uh-huh. St. Louis whites, rich St. Louis whites <laughs> could end up in a Ruby Ridge situation. Yes, absolutely. Whereas... Uh, white Hollywood wealthy folks will never. They'll hire someone. They wouldn't be in a Ruby Ridge situation. Like, because they're they'll like. Hi- no, no, they'll hire. If there's a standoff with the government, they'll hire. <laughs> they'll hire like, someone to do the standing off yeah, for them? Yeah. <laughs> See, I just think, I just think, they're like, but we paid our, we paid our property taxes. This is mine. Yeah. Like, they won't really, they won't kind of get to the violent place, but they will sure. make a lot of phone calls. Yes. They'll get- you know? Yeah. <laughs> It'll yeah. Be a lot of that. It'll be a lot of that. Whereas, yeah. St. Louis, I don't know, because I do think. Well, wait, no. I don't even know what I think because I still have my question. <laughs> the moving you were doing when you were younger, were you the kind of kid, and I ask this because, you know, you are an actor now. Were you a kid that would use each new school as a chance to reinvent? You know? <laughs> no, probably not. I probably okay. just brought in my A-game everywhere. This yeah. might be the, the part of the, the affable Colgate-ness that you have. Like, new people, let's make friends. <laughs> like, luckily, I think I'm, what I'm learning from being in the business, and just, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm hella likable. Um, <laughs> I could be polarizing to a lot of people be like, she's mean, like my daughter. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. But like, <laughs> but yeah, I think I would bring in that like joy and like want to like make friendsness. But I was always kind of just me, same you old were- G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always, it was funny because I didn't change schools a lot, but I know that at the top of every school year, I would be like, this is the year I'm going to be blank. You know, like this is the year I'm going to be quiet or this is the year I'm going to try to be cool <laughs> or this is the year. Exactly. You laugh. I can't be quiet. I thought that like, that's what made you attractive, you know, like not being like so, so constantly loud and talking. Attractive in general or attractive to guys? To boys. Uh-huh. I was like going to try to, yeah. do, I just kept being like, this year I'm going to do this. This year I'm going to do this. And what it was does cool like, look like? I don't know what cool looks like. There was one year I had on a low-rise pinstripe jean, and I think Ooh. I thought that was something. And I looked back and said, that was not it. That was not it, but that was me going fashion forward. Yes, <laughs> that was ninth grade I love fashion. it. I know. I was like, I think I wore a low-rise pinstripe to the New York, New York homecoming at St. <laughs> Bernard's. It was, that was our theme. I was like, pinstripes. Like Frank Sinatra, New York, (laughs) New York, New York. (laughs) Wait, okay. So, the twin pillars of this show are therapy and relationships. So you said, much like Naomi has said before, guys weren't checking for you. But did you do any dating in high school? Oh, good. Good dating, dating. You know, I had a high school boyfriend. I did. I I met that boyfriend. When did we get together? Junior year? Must have been. Yeah, junior and like senior. He didn't go to my school, but we were both in high school. Um, but yeah, definitely not like nobody was really asking me out. But honestly, hot take. Uh, uh, it ain't going to be uh, coherent. So, <laughs> but hot take. <laughs> it's coming to me as I'm saying it. I'm like, I feel like people my age, I'm saying our age, I feel we're all yeah. around the same ages, just giving class of 03, 02, or something like that. Um, <laughs> but, like, I feel like 
I don't really be dating now. And I feel like that started back then. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember anyone really properly getting asked out to like the ice cream shop bop or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, like it was just like kicking it. Like, yep. or just like yep, we talking. coming through. Yeah, we talking. Yeah, we talking. Yeah. Yes. yeah, so like proper dating, no. I was talking to guys though, for sure. Um, but yeah, not like, and then I had the one boyfriend in high school, mm-hmm. like the one like official boyfriend. Were you boy That's crazy though? Did you want to be dating and stuff? Abs- yes, I did. I have always wanted <laughs> to be like desire, like just sought after and desired. I-, I felt like I deserved it, and I felt like I didn't get it. And like I said, it could be from the being little and like like adults reflecting that to me. But adults, like, you're so beautiful. You should model. But then, like, you know, like, I would be, like, not getting no attention from the boys at the white school. And the black boys would be, like, colorism. I'm tall. I'm Like, I didn't have that look. And so I just felt, like, slipping between the cracks. But I felt annoyed because I was like, I am Naomi Campbell. What is wrong with you people? Everyone's dumb. Like, I should be on boys' walls. Like, I felt like I should be, like, hung up, Sports Illustrated. Like, I always always wanted that. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I have always wanted it that I think I still want it. Sure. <laughs> I deserve it. Sure. You deserve it. You deserve it. I'm going to take this Zoom screen, print out a still, put it on my wall, say, Indy, you're not allowed to look. Two centuries. Thank you. Uh, and Naomi, in your garage where you work on the uh, cars. <laughs> where I lo- work on my classic cars. screen of Zosha on <laughs> in the locker. No, but I love your wrenches. I love that you had that confidence <laughs> as a teen, though, because I think that's I not, felt that's it. rare for that age, right? Like we yeah. were all kind of like, "Am I normal?" You know, so much of that yeah. across the board. Oh, but... I was sounding like, "Oh, I am normal." Ugh. Oh, is that how you felt? <laughs> My body? Yeah, I was just like, Ugh, "This is for Pennsylvania. This is normal. <laughs> this is horrifying." You had a Pennsylvania Dutch bod <laughs> yeah. growing up. <laughs> Like a Dutch oven. (laughs) (laughs) It was. Uh, Have you ever done therapy? Have you been in therapy? I have. I've had, I've had three different therapists like over my therapy journey. One was like starter therapy when I was doing like sliding scale Mm -hmm, somewhere. Um, And then I got with a nice white lady therapist um, who was awesome and a great um, entree into therapy. Um, but then we would like brush up against some things that she just innately just couldn't understand. Um, yep. God bless. And then my, yeah, my current therapist I haven't seen in a while, but who I've been with for probably since 2020. Mm-hmm. He's awesome too. Uh, he? Yeah. Wow. A uh, he, I know. Okay, Zosha, I, I don't believe you're paying money to talk to a man. You know, I don't believe it. So I can't. So talk to me about this decision. Male thing. You know what? I saw him like in a clip. Um, and I was just look, I know he like does like, he's even like therapy to the stars. I'm scared oh. he's going to hear this. I'm tiptoeing. <laughs> therapy to the stars. I mean, not really. You know what? He had a vice show called The Therapist. Okay. Um, black man. Okay. Yeah. But he's dope. He did like a lot of breath work. Like there was a little mm. bit of like woo-woo-ness to it too. And he taught me some great things too. Okay. I am like, I'm all about like expanding and like just learning as much about myself as I can. So I'm like, yeah, I, I love therapy. I think it's awesome. And I think I could 
keep going forever and keep I- digging deeper <laughs> and deeper forever. Like, yeah, I think with him, there were some real immediate things I was like needing to work through. And as those things get like pushed more to the back, I think I can like start going even deeper. Yeah. Was there an original reason why you got into it or was just like, eh, I'm in Los Angeles. That's whatever. <laughs> if like Los Angeles and New York, it seems like that's what you do. Like I'm from Pennsylvania, yeah. like I said, where it's just like, you don't do it unless the court orders you to go into therapy. Right. <laughs> I know the original, I'm trying to think when I was at, with sliding scale, that sweet sliding scale lady, <laughs> I don't, yeah, probably I, I knew some of the things that I had been through or whatever. Um, I, I was like, I should probably go to therapy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what started me. And then I like liked it. Like, yes. But yeah. Did you grow up in a household where you talked it out? So meaning so that the decision to go to therapy was kind of like an easy thing or was it a little yeah. bit like, okay. So it wasn't stigmatized or dramatic. You were like, I no, every, everyone didn't, I didn't grow up going or like, I don't think my mom's, I think she's been like a couple times, but I'm a verbal processor. So, mm-hmm. and I have always been that. So for me, I wasn't like, I'm a closed book, right? <clears throat> like the first eight sessions is me not talking. I was like, hello. So once I was assaulted, they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, and then, mm-hmm. okay, calm down. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's uh-huh. the first thing to cut out. I'm just playing. You don't have to cut that out. That was just a joke, a weird one. <laughs> no, but you said, but you, like me, I don't know. I'm kind of, the, I think there's something too for me with therapy, this idea, because, you know, you are paying someone for their service. I'm not about to sit here and pull a goodwill hunting where we don't talk <laughs> crazy for the first. You know what I mean? Like where it's like I'm dramatic. No, no, no. I'm paying you. Let's get to it. Let's right. here is my list of issues. Can you address exactly. like as quickly as possible? It's so true. I'm dead at pulling goodwill. I know I'm not mad right. in the corner. Like, and how like yes. the big thing at the end was like he hugged him. Do you oh, remember? Yeah. yeah, by the way, that, that would get you fired these days. Oh, yeah. Hug. By oh, these yeah. days, I mean uh, the last 40 years. Right, 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 right. right. To just be like, I right. him. now he's better. Yeah. It's and like, then- don't touch your patient. Uh, if there's one, listen, listeners, if there's one thing you get from this, if you are a doctor, do not touch your patients unless you're supposed, unless you're a medical doctor. And, and you have to, an and exam. you can only touch the area that you're a professional in. Just so we're That clear. part. <laughs> don't just there's go this. Clip. Clip, yeah, oh, that's squeak. Clip that out, everyone. We're going to do a, a the more you know NBC thing. Um, I'm curious. Do you have a question, though? Or can I ask my question, Andy? By the way, Zosha, Naomi has to ask me. She has to ask my permission. That's what our relationship Consent. is like. Before she asks a question, not Am just I, on the podcast, in life, but in life in at life. all. She's like, do I have your permission to? Oh, my God. Imagine <laughs> imagine if that was our dynamic. That's right. Oh, you my God. Really. You kind of know Naomi for your stand-up. You don't well, know. I'm, like, I said, I'm just like that. Just like, so do you clear. know that Andy is a petite white man who, if I wanted to be told what to do, he would not be the one? That's why I'm like, in what world? Would I be loving you telling me what to do? Anyway. Find my body in a suitcase somewhere. Exactly. You ain't telling me shit. Anyway, you. Um, no, I was asking you, being a parent and sort of, of course, yes, don't tell me the platitude. I know you love your, you love your daughter and everything's magical. <laughs> sure. I know that part. But how is it sort of, has there anything you found out about yourself? In becoming a parent. Like, I didn't know I had this in me. Or I didn't know I could go there. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> All you do is find out about yourself. <laughs> Ugh. It is the most. That's what done drove me to therapy the second time. Um, is being a mom. I think. Yeah. Yep. It was. Yeah. It's. Um, 
it's such the the child is such a mirror and it's like you see the I'm probably really hard on myself. That's something I've learned. Um, it's learned really hard on myself. Cause I'm, I was about to be like, the mirror only shows you the bad. But like, that might not be true. It might just that be might me only focusing on that. Like, there's probably my friends who are like, you're so good at this. Oh my God, look at this patience you have. But I've learned so much about myself. Things I already knew. This is like the beginning of like my pitch for my show. I'm like, things I already knew about myself, but the kid like, heightens them like anything that you wanted to work on about yourself or anything that you're like oh man like I am short-tempered like having a kid is like you get pushed to the limits <laughs> like to the brink of your humanity of your everything and like colors of yourself come out you know what it reminds me of the I don't have sibling well I have half siblings. I didn't grow up in the house with siblings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an only child. So there's ways that I am that I remember that only my mom knows. Like from mm-hmm. when I was a little girl, those colors be coming back out with the daughter. <laughs> More probably like zero to four five now i'm starting to feel a little more groovy and i'm starting to like be like it's so you're allowed to you can be a mom who has a short fuse is it something i'm always working on absolutely but is it allowed yes i think for them first years i was like it's not allowed like i'm a whore like i'm going on and on about this but (laughs) like don't start me but like yeah like is is, i guess a a journey to self-acceptance and the kid like uh, puts the pedal to the metal on that yeah. journey. Yeah. Does having yeah. a kid, not only is it like, is it that it br- not only just brings out these things that kind of like lay dormant in you, but does it also like spin you out a little bit in terms of like the, your changing identity? Because now you are, because I'm just sorry, I'm thinking about this. We don't want kids, but I'm thinking about this from my parents. Our parents had it still probably have a tough time letting go of us and thinking of us not just as children that they can boss around. And I have to imagine that if they're having trouble in their 60s and 70s, (laughs) that like, you know, someone in their 30s, it like really changes your conception of yourself. Absolutely. I mean, it's an it's an instant identity shift. I always akin it to like losing an arm in car crash. Now you're an amputee. Boom. Uh Like, you know, and you're like, okay, but it is not like, I guess negative all the way, but like it's that's <laughs> it's a snap moment. It's the me- yeah, it's, it's a instantaneous. snap it's moment. Instant it's moment. it's instantaneous, and there's no preparation. Like, mm-hmm. sure, maybe there is in some ways. Yeah, maybe you can like read the, the book, things. what to expect, or how yeah, to be yeah, a parent. Yeah. But it's not the same as so you have the physical child there. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. and and it's like I wasn't nobody. I feel like nobody is done cooking in the oven yet obviously. And then suddenly you're like, I'm a mom. And there's yeah. all you moms should do this and don't do that. And you're like, I'm fucking crazy still, bro. Like, I'm not even like, like <laughs> and now I'm somebody's mom. But yeah. like I said, what I'm seeing now at the six year mark is I'm like, Ooh, I think it's about the acceptance. I don't think it's about the, like, I can't be this. I shouldn't be that. It's mm-hmm. about, I am this. And, and like the acceptance of it all. Like, yeah, I think that, I think that's what it is. Don't ask me. I might change my mind tomorrow. Well, I asked too because we don't want kids, but then there are times where I'm like, is my, because sometimes we do talk about like adopting. And if we get to a financially comfortable place, you know what I mean? Like if I get another bedroom, 
and I can take it. And I'm also really big on like I would adopt like a ten year old. I want a kid where I'm like, what you need? You want to go to school? I'm gonna hook you up. You can just call me by my first name. Like we don't need to play do play all these games. What do you need? I want to put a roof over your head and give you the tools to thrive. You know. But sometimes you really thought the scenario through much more than I thought you had. Uh, hello. <laughs> Not you all kids. Well, I've, I've thought about just, uh, you know, fostering or adopting an older child because I feel like it's hard to get out the system. Getting out the system is the first step to getting some of the things you want. So I'm like, I could do that if we had the financial ability. But I think sometimes that I, what you're saying about acceptance and sort of the own stuff you're dealing with is because I deal with depression and I'm so like low energy. That I was always like, I couldn't have a kid because like I don't think I have kid energy. I mean, I can't even have a puppy. I had to get a dog that was grown. Because I can't be out here <laughs> teaching you when to pee. I don't have that energy. You don't have potty training energy. I don't have potty training energy. Shit, me neither, man. <laughs> uh, somehow. But you, did it, but you say I was like, you know, allowing... Because I do think part of the acceptance... Because when you say it's about acceptance, it's also about taking the pressure off of yourself. So that you can be present. That's kind of what acceptance can give you. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was, I'm like, wow. Yes. Present. Okay. Put me on Vice. Okay. I'm going right. to Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, Vice. <laughs> right. Even now that you're crumbling. Is Vice crumbling? Oh, Vice. I, I had a general with Vice like two and a half years ago, three years ago. And then like half a year later, they were like, fall. They're they were like, like, we're, we're firing done. everyone. And oh. private equity now owns us or something well, like whatever. that. Look, I'll do it. Just give me a show. I think I'm a budget Oprah. If you want someone who don't really know what she talk about, but just has good opinion, <laughs> sign me up. I'll be on TV at four o'clock every day. Oprah. I don't have a problem with that. Vice.com. <laughs> Remember there used to be a magazine? Yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, when we were Hard in York, that was the huge thing. That was in, Hell in yeah. Williamsburg. They would have parties. I remember going to one of their parties and being like, this sucks. <laughs> Vice right. party. Vice. And they had the store, the Vice store, mm-hmm. like on, on like Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. That is crazy that they did all that. Because now was a total aside having nothing to do <laughs> with your life. I know. Now I'm just like, Vice had a store? Wait, I got a question. I got a, a- mm-hmm. Andy here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Have you dated since having a child? Not properly. No, I haven't had a boyfriend or yeah. anything. Are you trying to? Do you want to? Are you going to get guess, on yeah, Raya? That's, that's more of the. <laughs> I, I am. I am on Raya. Okay. Uh, I've been on. I've been on Raya for a minute. I don't go on Raya like uh-huh. a lot. This is another hot take. Um, <laughs> what I've learned through all my hot my takes is cold. They're just simple regular I lo- stuff. I, look, I love a lukewarm take. <laughs> I'm like hot take. Dating in LA is trash. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like on the apps in general, I'm I'm only on Raya, but like you have to really like dating has to be a goal of yours. And I've had to get real honest with myself. I'm like, is that your goal? Because I you, you'd have to like go on a date a week or like yeah. really be on there looking. And I feel like I will look through Raya like once every two weeks. I'll just be like, let's see if there's mm-hmm. anything popping on here. See what I can see. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not on there like, I'm not really trying, I guess. Honestly, too, I think having a kid has rewound me back. I feel like I'm 27 again. I'm like, what's the rush? <laughs> like, I'm young. I'm like, Maybe I'll meet somebody. Like, whereas I feel like other people my age are like, lock it down. Like, 
yeah. this is it. Like, you yeah. know, I don't, I don't have that clock on me. So I'm, I don't feel at, I literally feel 27 where I'm like, maybe I'll find what I'm looking for. I'm just a young girl in the city, <laughs> eyes wide, like looking like whoever's right. Like I don't uh, feel as pressured in that right. way. So which, which is something that I've leaned into. That's, in the beginning, I felt really like, I'm a single mom, oh, Lord. And then as time went on, I, I've found a lot of perks in it. Yes. Um, yes and that's yes. one of them. That's one of them. I was a, I call myself a teen mom because I have my daughter at 32. But in this day and age, <laughs> it's giving teen mom. I'm always like the young mom, like at the school things. I'm always like, yeah, I'm only 38. <laughs> it's like, I'm not even young like that, but like, um, yeah, so I feel like that's one of the gifts is like having time with dating back on my yeah. side because I'm not like rushing against my egg count. Right. I'm like, <laughs> but egg right. Count. right. I'm, not, I'm not trying to fight that. <laughs> right, right. I have to imagine it's also like people that you might have dated in your 20s or even earlier in your 30s, right? Are some, you're like, oh no, you suck. Now, like, now I'm seeing you like in a different light. Because you don't dated, have the thirst. Because you yeah. don't have the thirst. I would have dated you. you before. Right, exactly. The thirst isn't there. Now, I've been I've been trying to get back to where I was when I was a little girl. When I was little, I didn't, I wasn't like, one day I'm going to be married and have, when I was little, I like, this is like a distant memory that I'm like re-tapping back into. I always wanted to live in a high-rise building and drink like apple martinis because those were all the rage in the 90s. Like it was just so chic. Like I was like, I want apple teenies and like parties every night. I wanted Studio 54. Wow. And I've been like, who's that? That's my inner child. Like let's tap into her. Like I didn't, I think I do want partnership, but like, when your dream is like world dominion and like J-Lo level fame, yeah, that don't usually, that, I don't think it's mutually exclusive with having the picket fence, but like, I feel it's like it's like same. one lane or the other. Yeah. yeah like I'm same. like, my dreams have always lied in like that, like in, yeah. in dominion and like, yeah, 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 yeah. money, <laughs> apple teenies. Dominion and apple <laughs> I'm screaming over your memoir title. <laughs> Apple teenies and Dominion. Yes, let me mark that. But yeah, I've been like kind of trying to lean into that. Like when I feel pressured by society or when I'm like, will I be single forever? I'm like, bitch, do you care? Exactly. Like, right. do you care though? And I have my sweet baby. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, hey. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm like, yeah. I, I think I did it. I'm out here living. Yes. Having kids. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's funny because I always felt that way too. Like I had my my dreams for myself, like what I wanted to do career wise. And I had always felt like if that doesn't happen, then I will be a wife with children. Like, I remember doing that when I was young, like in high school. And my dream, we talk about like a high rise in Apple Teenies. I always wanted to live in a brownstone on the Upper West Side. Ooh. And like just like having like my Upper West Side life, walking to get my bagels. So that's the opposite <laughs> of an apple teeny. I just wanted everything around because also growing up, and this is like it's funny because like I think because growing up Harlem didn't have what it has now. Like growing up, you would ha- growing up in Harlem, you'd have to go to the Upper West Side like to go to the movies, to go to restaurants and stuff. So the mm. Upper West Side to me was like that's where the action is, that's where right. stuff happens, and so like that's what I thought would have meant that I arrived. But I remember feeling like, well, I don't know how you have kids and do the career thing. So I guess it's one or the other. We give it a try. And then if it doesn't happen, then I was going to pivot. Like, even though your mom had a kid and a career. 
Yeah, but she was tired. She was tired. She was mad. And so I was like, this is not. Like, I think it's always like, I saw what, again, and she also had me young. My mom had me at 24, which of course is an adult, but look like now that I'm way past that, I'm like, good Lord, you babies having babies, you know, like (laughs) you were a teen mom at 32. She was an infant mom at 24, you know? So it's like, we get that feeling where I was like, I'm like, oh, this is, I see what the logistical work of it is to have a, a kid, like when I was that kid, right? Like I knew what it was. I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to pick you up? And who's going to get you from point A to point B? You know, mm-hmm. I was aware of that stuff in a different way that I was like, okay, let's not take this on unless we like really want to take this on. Yeah, it's definitely like a work-life balance. Yeah, work-life balance, <laughs> having it all. Work-life, having it all. I know. I've been wondering. I've been like, well, I got the kid. I'm like, can I have it all? Can I get the the this, the that? And uh, but I would love partnership. I'm my psychic told me okay. not to. <laughs> okay, I'm out. I've got to go, Zosha. <laughs> I'm curious. No, I'm she listening. Got, I'm curious. Cut the mics. Cut the mics. My psychic told me in our last reading not to um, say, like, not to verbalize things. Like, don't be like, I don't want to get married if I secretly do. So I'm like, let me not be on a podcast talking about Apple Teeny. I'm like, I do. I would love partnership or something like that one day. But I grew up around women who didn't have that romantic partnership and they thrived and they were great mm-hmm. and stuff. So I know it's not the end all be all. Like right. it's not like she didn't have a, a man. Right, Boo-hoo. right, right. I'm always like, man, if, if I'm going to be single though, I got to stay fine. Um, and Bob, <laughs> at least, got to be desired at least. I'm like, why is she single? It's so crazy. She was just too hot. She just couldn't. <laughs> nobody could get with her. Like, yeah. make that the reason. JK. Yeah. So, like, when you were younger, you saw a model. Like, so you won't, you won't, um, you don't just want partnership for the sake of partnership. Like, exactly. it can't just be like some dumb piece of shit who like would be <laughs> no. there. <laughs> no, just right. just for a warm bot. Yeah, right. or just yeah, to yeah. say, just to be like. I got, I got someone. I right. remember my mom used to say that too all the time. She would be like, I don't want just any old piece of a man. Right. Like when in, in a response to being single, she was like, some people will though. Cause some yep. people like really need that. And I, that's its own journey. Like we all got things we all really need, you know, yeah. but a man ain't it for me. That's not one thing where I'm like, well, I guess yeah. I'll settle for less or for whatever. But I would love to date. I'm open to dating. Um, I feel like it's an odd age to be trying to date now. I'm going to have to wait for the divorce wave, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Which is sad to say, but I'm like, I think it's coming up soon. The divorce wave is coming. Also, especially if you, depending on what your age, you know, your age range is, right? If if you're open to a 45, you could be getting, you know what I mean? Like, that's a divorce wave right there. Yeah, totally. I think I'd be open to 45, especially with men. They mature. Like, I feel like 38-year-old woman, 45-year-old guy, probably about the same. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of open. Young is nice. Youngers are, they're so cute. Uh, <laughs> they be so cute. cute. They be just tight. You be like, okay. Like, you're like, whoa, look at you. Oh, no, and- but think about the young men nowadays. Because I just feel like, think about like a 25-year-old, a 28-year-old. Like, he's on TikTok. Like, he's, it's true. you know what I mean? Like, they're not... They're not serious people. It's and true. You want to have fun, of course, <laughs> but like, you could also have fun with like forty-five with all his bills paid, owning property. That's true. You know what I mean, like, or it would have to be like 
they are younger when I'm old, like when I'm 45 and he's 41 mm. or like, but that's not that big of a difference. No, or like he's, or he's 38 yes. and I'm 45. You could like, do the, uh, the Smith to Kim Cattrall in oh, uh, yes. Smith and Samantha. Smith, Samantha. I think he was like 25. And, and he took like care of her. Do you remember that? Smith was like, I will yes. stand by your side through all he of was this. So, I know. Even when she went upstairs with Richard, I was like, ugh. Okay, Lord. now you're bringing me back. Went upstairs with Richard. I Wait, okay. <laughs> uh, well, I want to take a break but for, uh, um, because I can square the circle on this. Ooh, square it, Andy. Have you ever dated a white guy? Or do you date? <gasps> oh, okay. These are the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> um, you know what? I've never dated a white guy officially. I have. Outside the, your race at all? Yeah, no, not like none. officially dated. Okay. Yeah, no, not, not like, not like boyfriends or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, you know, I've touched white guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but not even that many probably, but, um, I am open and from fifth hot take. From the looks of it, I better open up if I ever want to meet somebody. <laughs> I'm saying that's, because this that's is, what I be seeing. This is what I was thinking. This is what I'm thinking. If you're talking about divorce wave, all right, you got the De Niro's, you got the, oh. I don't mean De Niro himself, but I mean you've got Roger Ebert, you've got the whole like, the, there's a, a panoply of uh, of white actors and entertainment yeah. people. Yes, yes, yes. Second mm-hmm. wife, always a woman of color. A striking black Oh, woman. yeah, uh, uh, Lucas. Lucas, George, George Lucas, Lucas exactly, George Lucas. exactly. Mm-hmm. George Lucas, Roger Ebert, Robert De Niro, David Bowie, honey. There are options out oh, here, yeah. and my thing is this too: don't cut yourself off to all your options, okay? Because it's hard <laughs> enough finding somebody who makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like meaning somebody yeah. who you're like, I'm vibing with you. You get it. You're a value add to my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's hard mm-hmm. finding that person. You got yeah. You just got to give yourself more options. Be like, yeah, okay. I'm just open. And it's, honey, come on now. With all the private school we done went to, you and a white boy will be fine. He can bring you home. It's all going to be fine. You'll be sitting there with his mama like, tell me more, Rochelle. You know what I mean? Shut like, you know, up. <laughs> I know. I'm always scared of like the them not knowing anything about my side of things, which I'm not actually scared of in a way, but like worried about the, the patience of it all. It was mm-hmm. just today I was at my daughter's school. Usually I just... I have braids right now, as you can see. Who one of the moms came up to me? She's like, look at you with your hair all down. Oh. I was like, huh? I have braids. My <laughs> hair ain't down. I don't know about, I don't want to feel like that ever yes. in my relationship. Yes, I don't yes, like, yes, 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 like yes. I go to meet like my boyfriend's mom and she's like, lingo. And I'm like, I get yeah. a face on my face. I know. These are, it, it, I'm getting too ahead of myself. You're um, getting it ahead, doesn't matter. But yes. But also, but no, but that's yeah. like totally like that's, that is definitely about a, that. Of course. I'm like, that's a real concern. Like, what, let's say it's like, this is what I mean. It's like, you got to find the ones who aren't that way. But then right. also, like, it was funny because, like, it wasn't like Andy had ever dated a black woman as much as I think I reached a point in my life where I was very comfortable. And so, like, um, I feel like I remember being like, all right, if I'm spending the night, I'm wrapping my hair. I ain't ruining my hair for this person right. if I'm going to spend the night. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. being like, so what's going on? What's going on here? You know? Like, and I'm just like, uh-huh. and it was like, but you I know, never asked a question. I just knew. I, yeah, but but no, but like you would ask something, but it was it just wasn't, you weren't looking at me like fucking E.T. phone home, wide-eyed, what's happening? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. Like I can get, like yeah. again, if you don't grow up with black women in your house or women who are even just regardless of their race, just about their hair and what that is. 
I could see you being like, why are you doing that every night? I asked if it was yeah. if, uh, when you got braids, if it was one B or, or <laughs> one C. I I, think. You, you said, you said, are you one B? Now he knows my hair is, I like to buy one B. He's always like, you need me to get some one B? And that's his favorite oh, thing And I'm like, you're I, so <laughs> I love it. I like one. Jeff. You Jeff get a one. Like, I like a one for TV. For TV, it gives a nice shine. Oh, really? Good to mm-hmm. know. I'm, Insider I'm, tip. I'm getting some grays now that I don't even know what I'm going to do. I've got Girl, like, me some too. grays underneath where I go, oh, Lord, how we going to cover this? I thought this? Mythic no, a real nice wig. Mythic Quest did buy me a real nice wig, but the front was my own hair. Now I'm trying to grow out this relaxer. We don't even know what they're going to do. We don't know what they're going to do. I said, you better put the rest of the hair on it because we can't use mine no more. I'm trying to get off the creamy crack. Zosha, I'm trying to get oh off the Oh, my goodness. Crack. Yeah, I support that. I support you. Join it's a us. Journey. It's a joint. You know what? It's because I, because I've always been tender headed, which is why I even got a relaxer. Me too. I'm tender headed. So this is like, the process of like learning to deal with it and now buying all my creams and things, you know? Yeah. My daughter's tender headed too. It's been interesting to relive. <laughs> oh, so many, yeah. yeah. Reliving everything with a kid. Like I'd be triggered out here about being <laughs> tall, about being tender headed. Like, yeah, mainly about tall and tender headed though. Cause people yeah. are always on her height and I'm always They think like, she's older than she by is. By the way, another good name yeah, for her memoir. Tall and tender-headed. Mm-hmm. Tall and tender-headed. Or they're just like, she's so tall. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and I, it was never it was never like, oh my goodness, she's so tall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. always like, you, you don't need heels. I'd always be like, enough, like, enough. Let's enough. Enough. Like people be acting a fucking fool. Yeah. Over people yeah. being tall. People be heads exploding. Yes. And, and she go, you just keep growing. I'm always like, I still got grown adults. Did you grow? I'm like, me? <laughs> My big old 38, you know, I didn't grow. Shut up, bro. Like, even today at the school, someone was looking, you don't even have on heels. How are you so tall? I I guess people just be insecure about being short or something. But I just am like, can we just not talk about each other's bodies? No, they don't know what to say. It's that people don't know what to say to make conversation. Yeah. So they think, your hair is down. And you're like, that's not how you start. Read a fucking newspaper. (laughs) Right. Just say hi. People be glitching. No, I see it happen all the time. And I've like owned that as like part of my lot in life. People get around me in these like those type of environments and they just, they get to glitch and they'd be like, what? Is her dad tall? I'm like, okay. Have you been tall? You're crazy. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. It's okay, Buki. You don't even have on heels. I'm like, yeah, I'm a tall person. I'm five, yeah. ten people be tall. People, yeah. Folks be tall. It's people okay. Tall. Are you okay. tall, Naomi? Five, eight. You seem t- so okay, I, I was like, yeah. you, you, you give tall energy. That's, that's kind of tall. Thank you very much. Well, it's funny because I, I grew early and then stopped. So I was like five, six at the age of 10, 11. So that okay. was also a lot too, right? Like, especially like going into that private school and it's like, you're so big, you're so tall. So I definitely, I had high hopes of hitting the six foot mark. You know, because I was so sure and like really kind of maxed out at like 13. It was like, we're done here. We've done all. Yeah. It's the big thing, too. When you're tall, people are like, you big. And you're like, as a girl. Yeah. You're like, no one's saying that as a compliment. Like, you know, I mean, for boys. Anyway, let me stop. I'm like derailing this into my TED talk. No, I used to always. I was like, and the thing is. No, I used to say, because I eat a lot. I ate a lot as a kid. And I would always say, because people always comment, look at her eating. And I would always say, I'm a growing boy. Because that was the phrase. <laughs> the phrase was never "she's a growing girl," right? Like a boy right. could eat because he was a growing boy. But if a, a girl is eating, she's just a fat monster. And I said, "Well, I'm a growing boy." 
Shut the hell up and give me another piece of chicken. Anyway. All right. We should take a break so we yeah. can at least get through a question. Why don't we take a quick break? When we get back, we're going to answer your advice questions. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable. And it's giving casual, but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got in the new t-shirt shop. Honey, we got Zosha here to help you handle your scandal. Zosha's done the work, okay? She's bringing up the next generation. She's done sliding scale. She's done celebrity therapist. She's done it all. We oh, Dan. We get questions from all over. We get questions from Twitter, Instagram, from Gmail. Gmail. Why yep. can I never? Everyone listening, and I'm leaving that pause in there. I'm leaving that pause in there. I'm not taking it out. Every single I know you can never remember. You can, can never, never remember. remember people write us on Gmail, but they do at <laughs> CouplesTherapyPod at gmail.com. But they also leave us voicemails, which we love the most. Naomi, what is that number? 323-524-7839. Remember, y'all, it's a three-minute limit. You got to come in there with your log line up top because sometimes y'all be getting cut off, and then I don't get the question. So just FYI. All right. Well, let's... Let's try this one. So she, uh, I don't know if you know this about Naomi and myself. Uh, she's sex negative. I'm sex neutral. So, so you're going to have to uh, you might have break to the be tie the, for us. You might have to be the <laughs> sex positive person. You guys, Zosha looks scared. She looks concerned. She <laughs> said, what's going what on? What does sex two? negative mean? <laughs> Why are we doing it? Uh, Why are we always having it? What's the big deal? 
Okay. Like, I'm it's into lovely that. once it's started. Don't get me wrong. I just don't. I just don't have like a horny button. Mm, but like I love once this. it's happening, I'm in business. And I'm like, oh, nice to be there. And as a sex neutral person, uh, I don't want to talk about it, but uh, uh, I'll let other people talk about it. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll, I'll be Samantha Jones. <laughs> I'm uh, uh what, are, what I don't that? I don't know. Charlotte. Okay. Andy is such a Charlotte. Hi, Andy and Naomi. So here's the thing. You, there's no option to listen to your message after you leave it. And I don't think I like the way the last one I sent was. So <laughs> here's day. round two. Um, I am calling because um, my partner and I have been together for a long time. We are very fulfilled together in um, our life with our family and kids and all that stuff. But there, with there's an area that I want to talk to her about. And I'm unsure how to um, approach it. Um, I don't feel like we have sex often enough. Um, and I don't feel like her needs are being um, fulfilled at all. Hmm. And um, I want to figure out how to pursue her. Um, she's always been the one that pursues. And um, in recent years, she's mentioned that she would like to be pursued as well. And I don't know how to go about that. Um, I'm just kind of nervous about it and unsure. And um, I also don't want to do it at a time or in a way that puts more pressure on her. Um, she's a very busy professional, um, also mothering, also, you know, this, that, and all these other obligations. And so I don't want to approach it in a way that is like, you're not doing what I need or anything like that. But just some way to add that part, um, add that part of our relationship and, and move that closer to where everything else is, which is um, honestly blissful. Um, I'm very happy and completely in love, and I just want to know how to pursue her and make her feel loved and, and desired. Thanks for your help. Bye. All okay. right. Trying to bring the romance back. Trying okay. to get some sexy time back. Because everything else, everything else is bliss. Well, I think pursue also, what I also hear with that word is like initiating, right? Like how do I kind of make things, set the mood for romance? When everyone, when we're both, you know, very busy and it's like not easy to kind of just flip that switch. Okay, I think just, that's also part of my sex negativity. It's uh -huh. not easy for me to flip that switch. Just do it like on TV. You put uh, <laughs> flower petals on the bed and you light some candles, just like in a sitcom or something. Yep. yep. Wow. What do you think? Oils? What do you think? <laughs> never say that again. What do you think? So. I think that, um, I mean, and this is why I hear people talk about all the time, especially parents, but the importance of date night. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what it was screaming date night for me, because then you can plan it, um, you know, get a sitter. Yeah. Get that all locked in and set up and go do something romantic. I was also thinking in terms of the initiation, like maybe like around the house when the kids are looking like a little pat pat on the butt. Oh, or like, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. like a little, like just a little physical affection, like yes. throughout the day. And, and maybe the person asking the question can initiate that with their partner because then that will put her as the pursuer. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. trying something new, even if it makes the partner laugh, like what you doing patting my butt? Like <laughs> maybe that humor will lead to a little like, yes. oh, I kind of like it. But definitely the date night though, setting that time aside to get cute yeah. yes. and go try a new restaurant. And be cute. Yes. And especially like, I think that, and I think when you say what you're saying to caller about like not wanting to put pressure, I think that's easy to not do because if you kind of approach it, not like, 
let's have sex tonight. It's more like, let's start a new pattern. Like, let's start a new thing so that this date night isn't about some end result immediately as much as like, let's start making this change and carving out this one-on-one time. And so I think, yeah, initially it'll be like, let's get out of this house away from these kids because that's how we're really going to get alone time. And you do that for a while. Then it's like, okay, once the kids are asleep, we have some time, you know, in the bedroom together. And I mean, literally just like. Or the backseat of the car. Or the backseat of the car. Take it to high school. Why not? But like (laughs) getting the little pockets of like like just the two of you, making that a little bit part of it. And then I think, and and then part of that, as you said, pursuing is like, if it's going to be a date night, then you make the plans. There's nothing better than when someone else makes the plans and just says, like, this is where we're going. Here's a restaurant I know you like. Mm-hmm. And we're going to I'm do- going to order for you. And there's one thing Naomi loves. It's I order for her. <laughs> I tell her exactly what she's going to eat. Even if she's like, no, hey, so I, don't really, a lot. A I lot. don't really want that. And I'm like, nope, this is what it is. <laughs> but I two do- steaks. I do- two two steaks, no sides. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I never. But it's funny because I will say, though, to Andy, I'll be like, you pick what we eat. Like, I don't like to pick. You pick the restaurant. Yeah, I'll pick the restaurant. I'll be like, you pick the place. That for me is like, you pick it. Or it's like, but also, if I pick something where you're like, I don't want that, you're like, I don't know. We're not doing that. No, I know, but I still like if you come to the table with the choices. Yes. Yes. Because I don't like to think about choosing it. stuff. This is the pro- this is what's wearing everyone down. Making so many decisions, so many. Choices. So if someone else, if you can offload the decision making to someone else, right. already they're they're going to be revved up in the. <laughs> they're already going to be. Revved up. Well, by the way, I say put pressure on it. I say create a countdown clock. A damn fool. And at the bottom, it says. You know what I told you to consider white men don't do it. Okay, because they damn fools. <laughs> So don't do it. <laughs> Wait, by the way, we thrust you into the position of being sex positive. I don't even know if you are or not. If you are more like, I don't want to talk about it like we are. Or if you're like. I don't know. I don't mind talking about it. That, that, if like, yeah, if it's about talking, I don't mind talking. I thought I was like, what do I mean in action? <laughs> I might be negative or neutral. But I don't know. Or maybe pause. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta go Google this. <laughs> Someone starts talking about their butthole. Do you, are you like, Stop. Or are you like, let's hear the details? I'm like, stop. I know, butthole. <laughs> I just Why? tried to pick. I tried to pick a no, very. No, I know. A, I'm very a like neutral <laughs> part. We all have. When I was younger, and by younger I mean college twenties, I was like, yes, tell me about things. But I think it's also because I didn't know. Like it was more like we're all doing this stuff now. Isn't it crazy? Like let's talk about what's going on. But now it's like I feel very grown and settled. I don't need to hear your sexy story. Yeah, especially. Know. With friends who have like husbands and stuff, I'm always like, ah, exactly. I'm always like, ugh, not him. I'm spooked. And I have to see him. He's like, hey, next time we have, I'm like, ugh. I'm spooked. I know what your balls look like now. Ew. I know. I don't mind like sexy single stories if my friend's yes. excited and he's like, oh my God, he was so bomb, girl. I'll be like, ooh. Yeah. But like, yeah, when they're like, yeah, we're, we're reconnecting in the relationship, I'll be like, oh, <laughs> I think that's what it is too. It's like with partners. I think part of like, I won't talk. I would never kind of tell my business because, like, that would be to talk about Andy, and he's also out here right. too. And nobody needs to know all about his business in that way. You can't, right? Unless the business is great. Business well. uh, business is huge. <laughs> like, no worries over here. Period. Let's just say I got a PPP loan that I did not have to pay back. <laughs> I cannot say PPP loan. I can't. I can't. 
Now, Zosha, do you have time for one more question or do you have to go? You can tell us you have to go. I don't. The the baby is out. I'm home alone. Okay, let's do one more. Let's do one more because we got you here. We got to help some more people. Naomi, do you want to read this one? This comes to us from an Instagram direct message from Betty Spaghetti. Betty Spaghetti. I don't know if that's their handle or an alias. I love it either way. Hi, love you both so much. Love you, Betty Spaghetti. Here's my question I'm seeking help for. I'm starting to see someone I really like, but in every relationship, I tend to be the person helping someone beyond what I can do for myself. For example, I recently took a sick day off work to help the person I'm dating to get better from a head cold. I ran errands. I took out the trash. I handled dinner. This led to me ultimately getting sick, and I had to cancel my own plans and deal with that. How do I stop? being too much of a caregiver when I can't afford to play that role every time something happens? How can I be able to feel okay with not overextending myself? Hmm. Wear a mask around sick people, first of all, I would do that. Sidebar. Sidebar. Well, what do you think? Are you, have, you been in, have you been in a relationship like this? Or are you that kind of person where you're like, I'll come, I'll fix it, I got it? Yes, absolutely. I think that is my natural inclination. I have a cancer moon to get woo-woo again. But I, my I'm moon is in cancer... Naomi, stay. <laughs> Listen, I, my moon is in cancer and I have a psychic. But I think, <laughs> I think there's like a inclination as, as women, maybe as men too, I don't know, but to like give and overextend yourself as a way of like showing love mm-hmm. and maybe like proving love yeah. on some level. But like, man, I'm hoping that in my next relationship and hoping for this person who wrote in that you can just kind of like Put your mask on first, your oxygen mask, before you put the oxygen mask on somebody else. You can't be losing money and getting sick and all that stuff for love. And and and, I mean, if it's reciprocal, if the person would do that for you too, you know, then like maybe. But I think we have to just be careful of of overextending and like trusting that you're enough, I guess. Trusting that you're enough. That's exactly to me what this is about, right? Because... Betty Spaghetti said, I'm starting to see someone I really like. So this is a newish relationship. You may not be, like, you showing up and, like, taking out the garbage. I'll be like, you can take out that garbage when you get well. That ain't on me. You know what I mean? Like, I'll check in on you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I can get you some Postmates to be dropped off. Like, I'm not saying you don't care, put a little effort in, especially, you know, when you're crushing. But I think part of that is, like, to me, this overextension, which is what you're calling it, Betty, not me per se. I wouldn't say it was overextension if you were fine with it. But this overextension is you trying to, like, prove your worth. It's you being like, look at what a good partner I am. Look at how all the things I can do for you. Look at how, you know. And, and I think coming from that place is what the problem is. Because it's not the natural, like, it's not like, as you said, it's like you're putting yourself out. It kind of messes with your own plans. And I think you can still be thoughtful without taking the step that gets into inconveniencing yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, I like that, that you could still be thoughtful. Because I think once it, like, starts fucking up your own life in some way, maybe right. not fucking up. Maybe that's a little too strong. <laughs> yeah, inconvenience, imposition. In, impositioning. Thank you for the yeah for the non sweary version <laughs> of that. But like, I remember. Didn't you do this once? You yes. like brought yes. like I was sick and you brought soup or something. To yeah, me. I came to your house and Andy was like, "Okay, bye." Because when he is sick, he actually doesn't like to be bothered. Andy's sick, like he's not a person who says tend to me. 
where is I am? I'm like, baby me, give me all the things. <laughs> but he was like, no, but I remember like, she means literally baby her. Like that's her thing. I got to put her in diapers. I got to, <laughs> we got company. A bonnet. Social don't know us like this. And you just saying stuff. I know you're going to go over there and be like, why is she married to this freak? What's wrong with him? <laughs> and it's your fault. You show your ass. Now. <laughs> now. But I, but I remember, but I do know, I remember like when I showed up at your house. Cause that again, was really early on too. That was right? early. And also like, I, I think I worked in Midtown. I must have probably came from work and you were in Greenpoint. Like Greenpoint's annoying. <laughs> like going into yeah. Greenpoint. It's like, yes. For listeners who have never lived in Brooklyn, it's not, there's no train directly there. It's yeah. we're talking two to three trains for wherever you're coming from. Yes, Manhattan. exactly. And, to and, get to and like the G, the G train, yes. exactly. <laughs> which is not very, not even a train. No, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, ghost, no. ghost like, train. Ghost you know, train. Yeah. You know, in like a uh, old cartoon where you see a guy on a train tracks, pushing, pumping the, yes, whatever that, <laughs> That is, yes, that's like, the G. Yes, that's what the G is. Yeah, and it's also I remember that G train. It was like it's only working from like seven a.m. to nine p.m. Like it was very right. much had its own hours, living its own life. So again, I was stepping out, but it was because I was like, I like him, and I want him to say what a good, what a good girlfriend, you know. And realizing like the a person is gonna like you, or they're not gonna like you, and you can do things for them. But that's not gonna like make them feel something they don't feel. You know, you could say like, oh, thanks for the hookup, but still not want to be in a relationship, right? Like, thanks for taking out the trash, but I still don't want you as my partner. Like that, you know, so I think you have to kind of remind yourself kind of when you have this impulse to do too much, specifically too much, is like, why am I doing this? Am I doing this because somebody has come to me in need? Yes, am I doing it because I like them? Or am I doing it to make them like me? Mm-hmm. Ooh, come on. That's a good one. Come on, that Ooh, makes up one. for all of, that, all of the no, weird jokes. No, not all of it. Not all of it. That makes up for two of the weird jokes. <laughs> but it did. It made up for two. Two of the weird jokes. It did. It did. Spent absolutely. Not all of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but yes, I think, I think it's that. And I think um, realizing that, you, you know, when someone is interested in you, they're interested in you. And you don't have to, like, prove it. You don't have to, like... <sighs> Or manipulate them with uh, good deeds. Yeah. And soups. Yeah. Or whatever. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. When they were sick, that's what. what did you... <laughs> I'm triggered. I'm Betty Spaghetti, girl. I'm you. <laughs> you're, you're, so. You'll be out here being like, I've shown up. I baked a cake. I'm here. I'm oh, ready. Yes. Every, I mean, I'm not going to be like that no more, but yeah. that's why I'm triggered because I'm like, whoo. Yeah. Got me in a whole a heap of a mess. <laughs> Sosa, you're worth more. You ain't, you, 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 you ain't gotta do that. I'm telling you, you don't have to. You ain't gotta do what I work. You show up someplace, you say you're welcome. That's uh-huh. the first thing you say when you're yeah, you welcome. welcome. And if they don't, if they don't say, you know what, I should have said thank you. Exactly. They're trifling. Get out of there. Get them out. Get them out. Swipe left. That's for Betty too. Because exactly. for all of us. It, that's for all of us. It's like don't you know? And it's like as you said, you said before, put your own mask on first. Where it's like, how can I stop being so much of a caregiver? Take that impulse and put it towards yourself. Because what you're looking yep. for, because I think a lot of the caregiving too, when you do that stuff by choice, it's because what you want is the person's gratitude. And you want that like, oh, thank you so much. Oh my God. And then that. So what you're looking for is a boost. Find another way to get the boost. Like you want to go. Yeah, smoke a cigarette. Go- <laughs> <laughs> you want to give you want that boost it's like take that energy towards like somebody else's life and put it on yours you make yourself dinner 
You hook up your own house. You maybe <laughs> go get yourself a pedicure. That's like, great. do some of that. Yeah. Instead of running after that other person for that. And trust that, like, you are enough without having to do stuff. And then certainly if someone comes to you and says, hey, can you do me this favor? Hey, I'm in a lurch. Or, hey, I could really use blank. Of course, you know, be your sweet, caring self. Just don't go over the top thinking that that's what you need to do for somebody to reciprocate. Okay, I think we saved a life. I'm done. I think we saved a life. Zosha. 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 Thank you so much for Thank joining us. Thank you so us. much for Thank joining you. us today. Henry. Thank you guys for having me. This is so fun. You are the greatest. I wish you were my mom. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can be, She's we, not kidding. We could, we could be we could, <laughs> you're my mom and you're younger than me. <laughs> just like raise me right please um anyway thank you so much you guys i hope you had a good time we'll see you next week Bye. planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.